and everybody has it back again. Don't take no mess at the rose garden. Jesus, they're on fire. They're what we desire. The men in black can handle it. Other teams can scrapple it. How they win that game today? There's just one thing you can say. How does somebody shoot that three? Believe it, it ain't easy. How did Brian jump so sweet? Believe it, it ain't easy. It's the flying dot that's in your lap. And this, and I think this is kind of important too to kind of frame this. Um, they practiced today and they practiced yesterday. Uh-huh. I I was told that Gary played in five on five uh, two days ago and looked incredible out there. Uh, he went full go yesterday in practice. Today he did not do everything. Chauncey Billups did say that Gary did not do everything today. So that kind of lets you know how he's feeling pain-wise, struggle-wise after recovery like that's it's still something that's lingering so even if he does let's say that they go down to golden state they come back and he makes his return here because i still i i i don't think he ends up playing against golden state could he sure but just they haven't ruled it it out no it didn't sound i mean you were in the room it didn't sound like chauncey was like like, i didn't get the sense that chauncey feels like it's gonna happen no (laughs) but let's say he does come back here I, I very much believe that not only the one, the, the minutes restriction, but number two, I would be surprised if he played a back-to-back for like a month. Oh, I'm not expecting him to play back-to-backs at all going forward. I mean, like, it, it's going to be something that they manage for quite some time. There, he may, Let's say he comes back for a game or two, and he's just like, eh, not, it's not feeling great. I need a couple days. He may, he may be somebody for a month, 45 days, who they do some injury management stuff with and he rests some nights and other nights not. It just, there's just a lot still going on that we don't know. And until he's back on the floor, it's a lot of guessing games. I mean, this is actually a good stretch for him to come back. If that's the case though, because pile of home games, a pile of home games, B they don't have their next back-to-back. They only have two back-to-backs in January. They have the mm-hmm. double home, the, the baseball series against the Mavericks on the 14th yeah. and 15th. And then they have two straight home games against the Lakers on the 22nd and the Spurs on the 23rd. Other than that, it's A, a lot of home games, and B, not a whole lot of back-to-backs. And then they have one, they have the Washington-Chicago one on the road, and then uh, I think, oh, then they have another home uh, home and home before the All-Star break, Lakers, Wizards. So they really don't have a whole ton of mm-hmm. stuff he would have to miss before the All-Star break if they're managing him on back-to-back. Yeah, so it, it, it's a good time for him to come back. Will he? Won't he? I don't know. Let's, we'll find we'll, out. We'll, I mean, the way, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned up until the exact you know, 30 minutes before tip-off on Friday mm-hmm. when they're required to disclose it. Because what's going to happen is, okay, let's let's say everything falls into place and he says, I'm good to play. What they're going to do is tomorrow afternoon at 5 p.m., which is the He'll deadline for injury reporting, they'll upgrade him from, he's been, he's been listed as out the entire year. They'll upgrade him to questionable. Mm-hmm. If and that then, happens, then the eyebrows should raise. Then you, if, if he gets upgraded to questionable, that to me, that would mean the intent is for him to play. And then or at bare minimum to ramp up to the game, right? And see if he's a go. And they're not going to actually tell us until like 
the the deadline to submit lineups 30 minutes before yeah the thing, it, because, will, it will not go up and it'll it'll go no because what's going to happen and i'm not going to be at the game in golden state but casey or you know whichever the reporters are going to be down there is going to ask chauncey is he going to play and chauncey is going to say something and i can already tell you exactly how this is going to go chauncey is going to say well he's going to warm up and see how he feels we'll see, we'll so see they, how he feels it'll be a game time decision and then 30 minutes before the game starts, the teams are actually required by the league. The one, the one good thing about the NBA getting in bed with all these gambling companies is they are required to be a little bit transparent about injury reporting and mm-hmm. when lineups. So there is an actual deadline for when teams have to report their, you know, their, their stuff. And, so, and that, I think it's, it's a half an hour before tip. So if it's a 7 p.m. tip, they have, to, they have to put it into the league by 6.30, which players are available to play, which ones are not. And so that would be when we would find out for sure whether he's available and whether he's not. Yeah, and uh, again, if if they flip him to questionable tomorrow, I'll, I will be surprised that's, as everybody. But that's that's your indicator. That's your yeah. I think I think they're yeah. That that's kind of where that's uh, that's that's all out right now. So it's just it's it's a waiting game. Uh, one thing I actually kind of want to ask you about this is something you and I have talked about. You are currently in the midst of. A whole bunch of stuff going on with your own hips yeah and when nasir little had his his little hip fracture mm-hmm. you and i this is an injury that you've dealt with before and it's something yeah. that you have experienced so I'm, I'm i'm curious from your standpoint like what what is going on there yeah so he's due for another set of imaging is it before the trip or when they get back from the trip I was told it would be this week, but I haven't. Okay. I haven't checked so, on it. I don't know if they've done it yet. But. So I would imagine it would be it was either today or tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so with with that, I think the closest thing we can kind of compare this to with the Trailblazers was Zach Collins when he had the fracture in his foot, uh-huh. right? And what ends up happening if those if those don't heal correctly, you end up needing to get screws in them. Um, mine was so bad that they had to completely redo the hip. That was the problem there. And that was the first one, the one that you did over the summer. Yeah. Well, no, in the winter. Yeah. You're almost a year ago now in February. Uh Uh, I recovered about late July. So it takes about six months to fully come back from. Um, Nasir is already off the crutches and moving around. What you're hoping and praying for is that when the imaging comes up, that that crack is disappearing. And it's healing on its own. It doesn't need to be reinforced because if it needs to be reinforced and they need to go through screws, it is a violently disgusting procedure because you're talking about going through a lot. Like to get to a hip socket, you got to go through a lot. And then you got to put screws in and then you got to stay off of it entirely. You got to let it set. You got to let it heal. You're talking about weeks and then you start atrophying. And this is what Nasir kind of dealt with with his shoulder, right? You have to, you can't do anything with it for weeks and months on end. And so with Nasir, you're just hoping and praying that that fracture goes away and it heals on its own it's totally cool no worries because if it comes back up and it's either spidered out or or made worse or not healing then 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 he's in trouble so it's good to see him up and moving and uh-huh. feeling good and Those he was even all- getting some shots up the mm-hmm. only the only thing he wasn't doing was jumping like yes. he was he was he was standing around the basket, getting up set shots and getting up on his tiptoes, but not actually leaving his feet. And I was actually talking to him a little bit before the game. And he told, he basically, he said that physically he could jump if he wanted to, yeah. but uh, that 
he's waiting until the doctors give him the all clear to do which it is before smart. he does it. Which is, yeah, I mean, <laughs> especially at a, I, even even though he already got his money, like he doesn't have to worry about like this affecting his his contract. Like he still wants to get back out there and play. You don't so. you don't want to make this any worse either. And that was a funny because we were sitting there watching him kind of go through his little bit of uh, shooting exercises with, uh-huh. with, with Scott Brooks, and. I was I couldn't remember which hip it was that he was favoring. I remember asking you, I was like, "You remember what hip it was?" And I was like, "Was it his right?" And you're like, "Yeah, it was his right." And I was like, "Yeah, he's still favoring it." So even yeah. though he's still doing stuff, like he was, it's kind of hard to explain, but he was kind of giving a little bit of a jab step, and he was uh-huh. certainly much stronger to his left than to his right. So even though he's feeling better, he's still being smart about it. He's not trying to explode. He's not dipping. He's not over exaggerating so he's he's being smart about stuff and that's that's good to see because you this is an injury like i said it can be a lot worse if he i mean we saw what happened with zach i mean that that went on for what a year yeah and if if you don't take care of it if it doesn't heal right then it it opens up a lot of doors and this year's been through enough like (laughs) let's let's be honest yeah he's been so so unlucky with all of this stuff going like going back to even before the covid thing like when he was in the bubble he had the concussion Mm -hmm. and the dehydration and then covid and then the The shoulder the shoulder and then the core and then the hip like it's just been one thing after another for him and when before before he was before he had this hip injury he was playing pretty well when he was actually out there he looked like he, he was, was kind of starting around, to yeah he was rounding the form and that's yeah. what what's a real bummer is because like it's if there's two players right now the two younger guys who I think were both showing stuff and in an at a time when they would have gotten more minutes Keon was looking like hey he's got some juice yeah Dame Dame goes down Keon got undercut in practice and landed awkwardly that's where it happened he fell in practice and he landed on his hip and he gets that hip pointer it was bad enough to keep him out for over a month like but he would have he would have gotten significant burn with dame out and now with justice out um with um gary still out Nas would have gotten significant burn in this time period. And maybe even earned that starting spot because i still i still think and i've said this the whole time i've said this since before camp Everybody in the organization wanted Nas to earn yep. the starting spot at small forward because Josh Hart, skill-wise, is better used coming off the bench. And supporting Ant when running that second unit. Like, yeah. having a secondary creator, ball handler, a little bit more of a, a utilitarian defender. Like, stuff that you kind of want to have next to Ant in that group. And, again, I, talking to people in the organization, I don't think that's changed. I think in a perfect world, Josh Hart is coming off the bench for them. Like, if, if, if they could have it be any way they would have Nas be the starter and they would have Josh coming off the bench. And that would kind of balance things out as far as kind of what they need. And I, I think the Suns just passed the Blazers as the team that had lost the most like, um, right. Vorp wins. Um, injury. Well, they also just, they just lost Devin Booker for a month. month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's going to grow. Um, yeah. Losing a top 10, top 12 guy will do that to you for sure. But with Dame missing so much time early on, especially uh, with Ant missing games and Nurk missing games and Jeremy missing games, Josh missing games, like when you're, when you've lost like 25 games manpower wise early on the season to your starters, it, it definitely impacts you, but taking a step back and looking at where this Blazers team is right now, like the fact that they're a, a little above 500 and you consider how much depth they haven't had and how many, like, if you if you weight the minutes by age, 
The Blazers, I think, I think are the third or fourth youngest team in the league on, on average. If you wait, James it by the only minutes, over thirty guy on the team. Yes, if you wait it by minutes, they are stupid young. They, like Ant's twenty three and he's getting thirty five a night. Josh is twenty five. Like these guys are like the only prime in prime guy like in the twenty seven to thirty two window, or uh, Dame Nurk and uh, Jeremy. Jeremy. Like I mean, you could throw Gary in there, but he hasn't played. So it's it's super weird to be able to get like coming full circle to like evaluating where this team is at because they haven't been whole at all this year and they're not perfect but i think the front office very much would like to see what this team looks like with a full complement of their eight slash nine man rotation do we think they're going to get that answer before the deadline i think they'll probably get two weeks of it at most and that's probably excluding justice but and as much as i love justice i don't think he's that crucial to like he's not the, as the much experiment. a part of the long-term plan as sure like people are i i would imagine that the the core of this team is essentially the starters in, sh- in shape like that's I that's what that. i would imagine like where they're at you can you can talk me into Nas being in that but i would say his contract probably doesn't preclude him, but it's certainly not something where it's a definite. And I and I love Nas, and I hope he gets healthy, and I want him to be the guy that outperforms that contract by a million dollars, and so he gets onto his next deal and becomes a star in this league. I'm not saying any of, the, any of those things. I'm saying from what they have seen from Nas until now, it's very much proven. I don't think they're they're in any hurry to give up on him or anything along those lines, but. If I had to tighten it down entirely, I'd say Dame Ant Grant Sharp. That would be like the core core to me. You yeah. can talk me into Hart. You can talk me into Nurk. You can talk me into Nas. Yeah. So the, when I did that trade season primer a couple weeks ago, the, mm-hmm. those are the four guys that I said are yeah. just not going to be traded. Yeah, and it's interesting. Well, as much as we talk about trade season, we are let's see what three nine days away from Jeremy Grant being able to be resigned, extended or extended. Yeah. Excuse me. I think that's going to get done. I don't know if it's going to get done in season, but if it doesn't get done mm-hmm. in season, I think it's going to be an ant situation where like they saw, they agree to a they deal know. like midnight on July 1st or whatever. Listen, if anybody has put themselves in the position to test the waters, it is Jeremy. He's but having I, a, he's having I, a career I, I don't think it's going to happen though. I think I yeah. think he's comfortable here. I think they didn't mm-hmm. trade for him to not resign. I don't think he's going to even talk to other teams. I think it's going to be an ant situation where it just gets done immediately if they don't do an extension. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I I I don't think they do an extension because with the extension you're only getting two. Yeah. I don't with with the with a resign you get the full four. No, you I, get I, no. I think you can get the four. You can only get the two now. That's the thing. The thing right now. Yeah. But the, after January. But after January, yes. I think it's is it what the six after the six after the six he can get the full four. Yes, I'm just at saying a slow at a lower as... dollar amount. But if he's willing to if he's if he likes it here and wants to, like I I don't know I I don't know either way. <laughs> I don't know either way. It, it's going to be interesting because Jeremy has been everything they've wanted and more. Yeah. So, and that's the other thing is that I don't think they brought Jeremy. I know there's been this like giant vocal minority talking about how Jeremy Grant shouldn't be defending point guards and he's not good at it. Number one, he's good at it. I there's haven't no, seen that. There's, there's nothing Jeremy Grant defensively isn't good at other than maybe securing rebounds. You're, you're a little bit deeper in the recesses of Blazers <laughs> internet than I am. I haven't seen this. I've had it come up in, in, in the, in the, in the comments and, and, uh, 
when I do mailbags, I've had it come up in the comments on the YouTube videos. It's something that's out there and it's super weird because by either second spectrum or um, synergy, no matter where you look at, he it rates out incredibly well as a defender. But I think the organization would like to see him be a guy who doesn't have to expend right. all the energy that he is right now defensively. Like what happens when you have Gary to be able to throw on guards where you have Josh to be able to maybe allow Jeremy to backseat a little bit more defensively to gamble a little bit more, to be a little bit more aggressive, to save some of that energy and be even better on offense, which is kind of a terrifying thing when you consider the offensive season he's had. And that's just something they haven't been able to do because they've had to have Jeremy pick take primary assignments every single night. 